Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, self-care advocate, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to help you achieve a happy and healthy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it is necessary. That is why I am here to help you get back on track and back into the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from my amazing guests. So sit back and relax as we take a journey into the Purple Butterfly. Hey, it's your girl, Danielle. How is everyone doing today? In this episode of the Purple Butterfly podcast, I am speaking with CJ, who helps entrepreneurs go from working their nine to fives to full-time business owners. And if you are working a full-time job and you have a business, you know that you pretty much are doing everything, especially if you are a solo business owner. Like you put blood, sweat, and tears into your business and it can get a little overwhelming at times. And so she and I talk about that feeling of being overwhelmed and how you can transition from that nine to five into being a full-time business owner. We also talk about the CEO role, which then made me think about as a CEO, how do you take care of yourself? What does self-care look like for a CEO? Because at the end of the day, you have to take care of yourself in order to be able to manage your business, take care of your employees, and just have an overall well-balanced life. So I came up with five different self-care tips that as a CEO, I felt was very important. These are things that I do, and I'm hopeful that these are things that you guys can also incorporate into your CEO life if you are a business owner, or even if you work a nine to five, these same things may still apply. So the first thing as a CEO, you need to prioritize your time and make sure that you're prioritizing some time for yourself because it's really easy to get caught up in like the demands of running a business, but it's very important that you have some time for yourself. So what does that look like? Scheduling regular breaks in your day, maybe getting your assistant to optimize your calendar so that there's actual spots in your calendar for lunch, time that you need to drive from one meeting to the next meeting, or if you're on Zoom, just giving you a few minutes in between meetings to have some time to yourself. So engaging in activities that you enjoy, maybe taking a walk, you know, throughout the day or hitting the gym if you can. Two is delegate. Delegate, delegate, delegate. So as a CEO, sometimes you have the tendency to want to take on a lot of the responsibilities of your business. And I know that it is hard to let go and to not be in control of every little aspect, but a CEO does not do it all. They have a team and they are willing and able to share the workload. By doing this, you alleviate some stress And it also just frees up some of your time so that you can then focus on like strategic planning or decision making or just your own personal well-being. So be okay with delegating some of the workload. 
Number three, you have to set boundaries. So as a CEO, it's really easy to let work kind of just steep into all aspects of your life, but you have to really establish some very clear boundaries between work and your personal time, maybe setting some designated hours for work and then designated hours for outside where you kind of disconnect from work-related tasks. And then creating a supportive work environment that kind of respects your time and your personal space is going to be helpful for both you and your team members. Number four, practice mindfulness and stress management. So as a CEO, it can be very stressful. You are making lots of decisions. You are doing all the things. You have staff that you're supervising or staff that's supervising other staff, whatever the case may be. So try to incorporate some mindfulness and some stress management techniques into your daily routine. So maybe some meditation or deep breathing practicing gratitude, all those things can really reduce your stress. And then number five, you want to be able to have supportive relationships. So having good, healthy, supportive networks with your colleagues, mentors, friends, family, just cultivating relationships with individuals who understand your challenges, understand what being a CEO means, you know, who can give you guidance and encouragement, and then be able to regularly engage in those connections and conversations and spending time with them. So again, if you're prioritizing yourself and setting those boundaries and you're blocking out time for yourself, then you're going to have that time to have those supportive relationships in your life. So just remember that as a CEO, self-care is not a luxury, but it is a necessity for you to be able to sustain success in just your overall well-being. And by prioritizing self-care as a CEO, you are not only taking care of yourself, but you're also modeling what healthy habits look like for your team and for your staff. So nurturing your own well-being, you set the stage for a thriving business and a fulfilling life. So listen in as myself and CJ really talk about going from that nine to five to being a full-time business owner, entrepreneur, and also what that CEO life looks like. And as always, remember, self-care is never selfish. Be a part of the Purple Butterfly community that has been created to help support women with self-care by becoming a sponsor. We have sponsorship packages available that will help increase your business visibility. If you are looking for a partnership with a team approach that will further grow your business while helping your customers learn the value of self-care, a sponsorship with the Purple Butterfly Podcast is what you need. For more information on sponsorship opportunities and or to be a guest to discuss your field of expertise in self-care, email me at podcast at interviewllc.com. Good morning. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. Today, I am very excited to have CJ in the studio. She is a side biz coach and host of the Shine to Five Method for Side Hustlers Podcast. She is a certified <laughs> life skills coach and certified master mindset coach with a BA in psychology and certification in solution-focused therapy. She created the Shine to Five Method coaching system to help women identify professionals 
push past mediocrity and challenge the status quo so they can shine in their own business. With her 3D exit strategy, Decide, Dedicate, Depart, CJ helps her motivated clients heal and feel successful in their own business so they can break up with their employee mindset and confidently walk away from their unfulfilling nine to five. Thank you for coming in today. I Thank you for having me. I am <laughs> excited. <laughs> All right, CJ, help us walk away from our nine to fives. I know so many women who are in business, myself mm. included, but we still go to a nine to five job. And I feel like a lot of it is that security and yep. fear that mm-hmm. what happens if I don't have any clients? How is the mortgage going to get paid? What am I going to do for insurance? And so we're in these jobs that are unfulfilling and we're not growing personally or professionally because it's kind of like we're stuck. Yep, so exactly. Help, it. Right. So please help me. help you and everyone else that is the definition of employee mindset right there it's we have this conditioning that we have to break out of where we were told it's almost like we were told Mm -hmm. this is a path you're supposed to be on you go to school you get the education get the higher education get the job and then once you get the job in the corporate world i'm not knocking corporate Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination but if you're not feeling very fulfilled but we start to believe that in order to survive, we need to have that stability that you mentioned and the mm-hmm. structure and the predictability mm-hmm. because there's so much unknown, quote unquote, that comes with entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And there's a comfort in knowing that you can walk into a building or you can log into your computer if you work from home and everything is laid out for you. Everything is handed. You know exactly what your responsibilities are, who you're working with, right. who you have to communicate with. and we have to start to break free of that conditioning. So when we, I remember when I was still in corporate feeling like, and I was going into a box because I was in a cubicle, right? <laughs> feeling, feeling like I was being placed in a box. Uh-huh. And the more and more that happens, we have to start to ask ourselves, well, what do I want to do differently and challenge that status quo? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, what I've encountered is, They feel like to be a full-time entrepreneur or to be an entrepreneur, they have to go full throttle. They got to focus on their business and they got to do this, 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 and this. I'm here to always remind people, it's okay if you have to stay at your Mm -hmm. job a little bit longer. It's okay. We have to pay the mortgage. Exactly. We got to buy groceries. We got got to put clothes on our backs. So, Mm -hmm. and it's just figuring out how long it takes for you on your journey mm-hmm. going full from employee to entrepreneur. It could be three months. It could be three years, but as long as you know that you want to make that change, you want to challenge the status quo. You want to shift your mindset. You want to change your conditioning. Then you can start the journey and go from employee to entrepreneur. A lot of times I look at my nine to five as the investor. Yes, this is investing into my business so that I can grow my business to no longer need the investor, you know, right, right. I will really be like, okay, well, I'm a white investor. Like, and that's really how I look at it most of the time, you know, yes, I bear nine to five, but that to me is my side hustle. My business is my real job because you're right. So I'm putting just as much investment in my business as if I'm here all the time. And putting what I need, of course, in my nine to five, because I'm going to do my job well there too. 
But mm-hmm. my job is my business. And that's, that's really just my side hustle. I'm just there for, <laughs> you know, 40 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And I wish more people thought like that because I haven't, what I've encountered with my clients is when they feel unfulfilled by their nine to five, but then it is the stability and the structure and everything else that comes with it. And then there's that money story as well. When they feel unfulfilled by the nine to five, and then they also feel a little bit guilty about wanting or thinking about walking away from the nine to five because the responsibility and they feel like, you know, they're relying on me to complete this role or fulfill this role. And there are times when the nine to five, the role might get a little bit demanding and then the side hustle kind of falls to the wayside. And then they start Mm -hmm. to feel guilty about not focusing on the side hustle. And it's like, take a breather (laughs) before anything else. You are human. While you are talking. Right. You're doing the best that you can. Just, just breathe through it. Just breathe through exactly. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do we, you know, change our mindset, that employee mindset and really work on like our personal and professional growth so we can be that amazing entrepreneur? Shifting your mindset is, well, it has to be a decision that has to mm-hmm. happen. You I like made, that. You make the decision. And then once you, and that's what I do with the, the 3D exit strategy is you decide. The first step is you decide. And by deciding, it's also picking a date that you will walk away. It could be a year from now or two years or whatever. But now you know, okay, I'm doing this as a, a means to the end or an answer to the means, however you want to say it, because I know I'm only going to be here for the next year. Mm-hmm. So what do I need to do within the next year so that I can actually go through and submit my two-week right. notice or the resignation, make the decision? And I feel like once you, and what that's what I've observed, once you actually make that decision that this is going to happen and you start to put more focus into your side hustle, your business, your side business, like you, mm-hmm. that's the other thing too, right? We, we use the word hustle I know, and right? I don't really subscribe to the hustle culture right. too much, <laughs> but you know, it's like, you want to start looking at it as a business and you said, right. what do I need to do? So that my business can grow so that I can generate a consistent income in my business and start talking about it as a business. How am I going to manage my time? What are the tasks I'm going to complete? Where am I going to show up and what am I going to do to generate that income? And once I start to generate that income, how do I make that income a little bit more consistently? And then the more that they work on that exit strategy, and then I wish I had an exit strategy when I was still in my nine to five, right? But the more they start to work on that exit strategy and they've already made that decision, they've already started to shift their mindset and say, I'm committed to this. I'm committed to this. I like that because I had put a date on my calendar and I was like, this is it. I'm out of here on this date. But I didn't work on the exit strategy. So I mm. was the date that I wanted to like, this is the last day I will be at this place. But I really didn't work towards what I needed to do for that day. And then just right. some personal things popped up. So I wasn't able to leave at that time. But I do appreciate like taking the, having that date, putting that date on your calendar. And I think having that exit strategy and being consistent with like yes. working on it. Because I think that's the key. I can have all the strategies I want, but if I'm not consistent, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then just also like simplifying it and, and showing yourself some grace too. When a day or a week or a month comes and you don't necessarily get to work on your business the way you want to, it's, 
it's okay. Like right. tomorrow's a new day. Exactly. What can you learn from that? And you know, pick yourself up and you keep going. As mm-hmm. you mentioned, it is the consistency because we'll need consistency either way. If it's a side hustle, if it's a full-time thing, you would want to, if you want it to be a successful business and you want to generate consistent income, you'd have to, there's a word consistent again. Yeah, you have to be true. consistent with it. Mm-hmm. So you're really, it's, like, it's almost like you're building that muscle, the entrepreneurial muscle with, as you mentioned, the consistency and knowing that like, your time management and mm-hmm. The more time you give yourself to work on it, the stronger that muscle gets and the more confident you get and the more you're likely that your mindset is really starting to shift and you're really starting to see yourself as a full-time entrepreneur. Mm, I like that. All right. So we decide then what's the next D? Dedicate. Dedicate is when we dedicate the time to growing the business, dedicate the time to sorting out, getting all the quote unquote ducks in a row. What do you need to do in your business and, you know, creating a system in your business and setting your income goals and your different types of goals and your products and services that you want to focus on your marketing. You dedicate time. A lot of the dedication piece, of course, is time management. Uh-huh. And then the third D is depart. It's it's mm-hmm. you've done everything. <laughs> like, peace out. Exactly. <laughs> Here's my resignation. I'm out of here. I'm ready. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But it's just I find I feel like, and as you've mentioned, you had a date on your calendar and, and, and other things came up. And I see that all the time. I feel like people really need to remember. Before mm-hmm. anything else, you're human. Life happens. Exactly. Things happen. Exactly. It's not like you're never going to leave your nine to five. Exactly. If, as long as you know, deep down, mm-hmm. you're going to do this. And you're already working on your, your side business. And you're doing all the things in your side business. It's going to happen. Right. Gonna, right. Yeah. I also appreciate you saying, give yourself some grace and have some self-compassion. Because mm-hmm. life happens. And so we mm-hmm. may not be able to do all the things that we want when we want. And not beat ourselves up about it you know, or give up. Cause a lot of times I've seen people be like, yeah, I'm just going to stop. And I'm just not going to, you know, fulfill my passion or or go for what I want because they have a roadblock. That's where you got to pivot. And maybe you got to do something different. You got to do a little different or you got to change things up, but you just got to keep moving. I call those people entrepreneurs. It's entrepreneurs, and there's what I a a term I coined called mentrepreneurs. Not everybody's meant to be an entrepreneur, right? And it's it's good that that people try. At least you try, which is a lot leaps and bounds ahead Mm -hmm. of so many people. But once the going gets tough, (laughs) they get going, right? (laughs) And and it's okay. You tried. At least you tried. But exactly. if you are a mentrepreneur, when you get knocked down, you'll get up, you'll dust yourself mm-hmm. off and you'll mm-hmm. keep going. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship is about trial and error. And oh gosh. So much of it. Right. And just, okay, that didn't work. I got to try something else. That service didn't mm-hmm. work. Let me try this until you really figure out like what's going to work for you and your brand. I'm a firm believer of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the other thing with entrepreneurship and the connection or the interconnectedness of the personal development and the professional growth is we feel like we have to put blinders on mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm doing this thing for my professional life and I'm trying to grow this business and business, business, business. And what we, a lot of times are another part of our nine to five conditioning 
is we check our emotions. We check our feelings at the door. Mm-hmm. We walk in, in today. We got this job to get done. We got tasks to complete or whatever projects or whatever it is you're working on. Your stuff doesn't really matter right now. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't bring that in with you. Mm-hmm. And that I find is difficult because we're human and we're going to feel emotions and things right. are going to come up. So we now trying to shift to entrepreneurship. We feel like we need to have blinders on it. This is why I like to say I help my clients to heal and feel successful. Define success on your terms. What looks like success for you does not look like success for me. Maybe right. it's not about the six figures. Maybe right. it is about the freedom, being able to spend more time with your family right. or your parents or your kids. Right. Um, of course, we want to make money, but, right. um, <laughs> but let's let's keep it real. We want to make money. Right, exactly. But, <laughs> and but, um, back, so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's also defining success on your terms. And I truly believe that how we feel impacts what we think and ultimately what we'll do. So if you don't want to show up for your business, you are not feeling it. Other things are happening in your life and you can't show up as yourself in your business and you are your brand. Right. Okay. If you don't show up that one day, it's Mm -hmm. okay. If you got to honor your feelings and take that step back for that day. Mm -hmm. I love that. You know, really knowing what success looks like, because I think a lot of people feel like, yeah, I got to make six figures or I got to do that. You know, that Mm. the money or the material things are what success is where, yeah, success could be, I get to go to the beach once a week because I can have a day off. Success. Right. Make my own schedule. Like you said, I get to spend more time with my family or just be home doing nothing. Who knows? But that could be success too. And I don't think that we look at success that way. No, we don't. We don't. A lot of times. Mindset, yeah, around what success looks like or what happiness looks like, you know, within our business. I even feel like you have to really kind of visualize what your business needs to look like. Yes. So like visualize the whole thing. Like, what is it going to look like when it gets to be like the biggest corporation, you know, entity? What are your employees going to look like? What does the building look like? You know, who's running this? And we're... I even visualize what my office looks like in my new building that I'm going to buy. I love it. I love that. I absolutely love. It. And you know, you mentioned it's, it's also, we have to adjust to being a CEO and stepping into that CEO role. Mm-hmm. And many of us start off as solopreneurs. A lot of right. things are just on us, but if you want to grow and your business is going to evolve and you envision your business five, 10 years down the road. Do you see yourself yeah, in that CEO role right. as a boss, like fully right. claiming as mm-hmm. a boss? So even now when my team is still very small, but you know, I'm stepping up in a CEO role, <laughs> right? There are times when I'm making a decision, I would say, is this a CEO move? Like what would a CEO do right now? If an email needs to go out, because I'm like, we can say, Oprah doesn't send her own emails. Right. Right. She <laughs> doesn't even see them. <laughs> She's got a team of like 15 people to send these emails to whoever it is. They so it's just thinking. Right <laughs> she just says yes. She says a Y in a text message and that's all they need. But um, you think about like, you know, the, what is a CEO? What is a CEO? And that's your zone of genius. What is the thing? The reason why I started this business on from day one, when it was still like a mustard seed to where it is now, what is that CEO move that I need to make to move my business forward? 
Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Think like a boss. Think like a boss. Yes. Yes. I love, yes. It. <laughs> I love <laughs> it. How important do you feel self-care is when you're thinking like a boss? Because I oh am my gosh. big on self-care and setting boundaries in your business. And yes. Just, yeah. I think that's yeah. very important. You mentioned the word boundaries. Mm-hmm. I am. It took me a while to get here, but I am huge on boundaries. Mm-hmm. I like to spend a lot of time like just defining boundaries. And for example, for me, for my self-care. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sundays, that's it. Talk to me. You just, that's my day. I barely use my brain. You gotta be like bleeding from the head at the hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? For me to show up Sundays, is, is, and then people just know that if a client slips up and reaches out to me on a Sunday, they're gonna have to wait twenty four hours. I hear you. Mm-hmm. And I think boundaries are so key. But mm-hmm. the thing about boundaries is we think a lot about the external boundaries. What about the internal? Right. The things that, what am I allowing myself to do or allowing myself to believe or worry about or think about right now? Mm -hmm. Am I checking in with myself right now to see, is this where I want to be? Is this how I want to feel? Right. We neglect neglect that tiny part of of boundaries and just that's overall self-care right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never never even thought about you're right. The internal Mm -hmm. boundaries and, are we at peace? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Please be at peace. Right. Because yeah. if you're not at peace in your business, what are you doing? Like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is so a good time for yeah. Everything that you do, you did say yourself here is that Sunday. You just mm-hmm. do whatever you need to do for yourself. Yes. 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 I love it. I love yeah. it. Any tips you could give us real quick on just how we could grow our professional growth for, you know, ourselves. The one thing that has become very key for my professional growth is making the ask. Mm. People are willing and ready to help you. It's Mm. a lot of times people don't know that you need the help. If you are showing up and you're doing all the things, they think, oh, okay, CJ, CJ's got this. CJ's fine. But as soon as you reach and say, hey, can you I don't know, share this post. So can you, you know, Mm -hmm. forward this email to someone else? Or can you tell someone else about this podcast episode? People are so ready and willing to help you, Mm -hmm. but we have to be able to ask, make Mm -hmm. the ask, tap into your network and your network will reach out and show up for you the way you need it to. I love it. Absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. How can we get in touch with you? Where where can we find you on uh, social media, website, all that good stuff? Everything is at Kristen and James with, with two N's. My website is kristenandjames.com on social media, other platforms. I'm at Kristen and James. Instagram is my platform of choice if people want to send me a DM. Okay. And yeah, we can just connect. I like to hold space for people and uh, validate yeah. their feelings. Thank you so much for this. has been a great conversation. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I can't believe it went by so quickly. <laughs> Thank know, you for right? having me. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner You Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. 
Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.